In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Today's Gospel is one of the richest throughout the year. And it can be taken from so many perspectives, and to us today, as we pray in our churches, in this way that is very peculiar and uncommon for us, it can mean many different things. But the one that struck me is this faithful Samaritan woman who says to our Lord, where do we pray? Do we pray on the mountain? Do we pray in Jerusalem? People tell us so many things, and what do we do? And our Lord's answer to her is prayer in spirit and in truth. And I suppose that we're doing today. We know that we must pray in our churches, partake of the Eucharist, gather in fellowship. And yet this particular situation that not only we but the whole world is going through gives us opportunities. And those opportunities are to genuinely and against all odds pray in spirit and in truth. And we have so much to pray for. I know that there are struggles and you don't need me to tell you about those because you turn on your televisions or look at your um, news sources and you will see those. But what I want to tell you about are the solutions. The fact that we are, and we say it so much, and sometimes we may not even believe it, but we are in the hands of God. It becomes cliche for a Christian. We say as Christians, we are the body of Christ. We say as Christians, it doesn't matter if we're separated, we are joined together. We say as Christians that we will overcome. And yet these are the days when that will all be proven. I, of course, do not want to sound triumphalist because what we are going through now is something that we have not seen in living history. There are horrible things happening. There are people's lives being genuinely impacted by bereavement, by illness, by loss in a variety of ways, by isolation, by loneliness. And yet, the reality is that we will overcome. We'll overcome together. When we worship, when we pray, when we honor, and when we come together in that spirit and in that truth. The Spirit is He who brings us together always. The Holy Spirit within us that we've received sacramentally, that is functional and effective. And He brings us all together and He binds us together and He empowers us. Consider ourselves now those who are in that upper room. The day will come when those doors will be flung open and that mighty rushing wind 
will go into the world for us collectively. But now, we send out that spirit, personally and individually. And the truth, the truth is that in him is life. That there is tribulation, but he has overcome tribulation. The truth is that even in the darkest times, the light of God can shine. And we often wait for that light to shine on us. But quite often, that light will, will need to shine through us into the world. And if we're all doing that, then we all are recipients of that light. Only a few weeks ago, we read the gospel for the preparation of Lent. And we were told, almost prophetically, to go into our rooms, close our doors, and pray to our Father in the secret place. Being alone, separated, does not have to lead to a sense of spiritual or personal isolation. We are still together. We're still bound. We're still strong. We are still his body, and he is still our head. Our Savior, who journeyed into Samaria, into Sychar, sat at that well, spoke to that woman very specifically, and transformed her, is able to transform anything in our world. Now, earlier in our readings, we heard that he who can do good and does not do it, for that person, this is a sin. What we must do now is look after each other. Look after our world. We're paying a price. This day is painful. As a priest, I don't want to pray in an empty church. I don't want to be deprived of that beautiful choir of congregation. And yet these are incredible times when we offer a sacrifice for our families, for our communities, for our world. But it will pass. And we will get through it. Imagine that woman who had gone through marriages, alienation, who had gone through periods of being completely separated from society, being demonized. That came to an end. And whatever we're going through now, whatever our world is passing through, will also come to an end. That doesn't mean we become flippant and careless. It means that as we are going through this journey, we continue to be faithful. We continue to be strong. We continue to look after and ask about one another. 
We continue to look for the weakest and most vulnerable and offer ourselves as we can to help. Our Lord journeyed through enemy territory into Sychar to serve this woman. And maybe we will take that example and make journeys to safely and appropriately serve people who also feel isolated and alone. I suppose if we think pragmatically, any problem, any conflict, any crisis also becomes a time of opportunity. We can just give in, or we can appreciate and accept, but then work through. And this is what our God instructs us to do. To be perfect as he is perfect, or at least as much as we can be, in hope, in honesty, in, as strange as it may sound, joy. In a sense of strength and resilience that comes from him and him alone. So I pray today with you and for you. Today we are lifting up our sacrifices and our sacraments for you all and for our world. We're particularly thinking of those brave men and women on the front line in a variety of sectors, whether it's the emergency services, healthcare professionals and workers, people who are serving the most vulnerable and providing for those in need. We lift up our hearts for them today. This will pass. And when we have met our Lord, and when he tells us that it is the time, we will run like that woman, leaving the water pot, leaving this world and all its memories, and run with excitement and tell the whole world what he has done and how he has done it. And as we do that, we rejoice in him and remember that he never leaves us nor forsakes us. He is with us and he is our strength yesterday, today, and always. And glory be to God forever.